0: This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with the Mark Webber. Them Ease, And we are back for another edition of the Onside Kick, right here on Most Valuable Podcasts, your one-stop shop for, I guess I used to say, Professional football, Mark, because uh, mm-hmm. I guess I have to go back and say NFL. Still, well, it's technically still professional football. It's there's techni- only one league. It's technically still. I'm still mm-hmm. going to say professional football because we're going to have the XFL starting up in about a year or so. Um, so we'll maybe be back to two. No, they might
1: not even do it.
0: it it's going to start. They might just, just be say, like, you know what? "How far does never that mind get along?" But. uh yeah, it looks like the AAF is done. Alliance. Before, before I get into everything... Couldn't even get in the playoffs. What were your thoughts about the AAF? They're not I, done. They're suspending their season.
1: It's not surprising. I don't think anyone... As much as we all like to say it was going to be fun and we're all like, I don't know, maybe it could be a spring football, minor league football. No one supported no it. No one actually thought the thing was going to really the, work. There were people that supported it. I shouldn't say no. Oh, yeah, there are plenty of people like, that supported it. I mean, the, got, the it's, main got actual fans, but it's just... I I think we've known this from the UFL. Mm-hmm. U, there's UF something L. Um, USFL. USFL. Uh, from Arena Football's Essential Failure after AFL a while. They actually did the pretty day. decently. Uh, AFL, but they got a merger out of yeah. it. So like that's a little bit better. Well, the AFL um, ate them. And then Miss the Pac-Man. Alliance. Like, none of these work. Mm-hmm. They're not going to work. It's never going to work. There's only so much attention people have to give. And when you're competing with baseball and you're competing with uh, basketball in the spring, Mm -hmm. you're not going to win that battle. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you're going to try and do what the USFL did and compete directly with the NFL, you're going to fail miserably. Mm -hmm. So the XFL is in this weird spot of that didn't work, this didn't work, and we didn't work last time. Let's just try it again. Yeah,
0: it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the XFL, um, but – the A mm-hmm. A F they'll probably F-
1: last longer than the alliance did.
0: The alliance, I'm expect when they said suspended, I'm like you could just you could just come out and say it. They're done. I mean,
1: it almost failed week two.
0: Yeah, it, like I, did I want to go a full season? Absolutely, um, but I'm kind of glad I didn't buy a Memphis Express shirt because um, I feel like I'd feel like an idiot wearing. Or
1: a... it would be a nice piece of nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> a nice piece of for those it'd be great like that seven retro, weeks.
0: It'd be like that supersonic shirt. That you still have. Like, mm-hmm. remember when this was a team? Um, but we got a jam-packed show for you. Going to continue our draft talk as we get ready for the NFL draft. We are now 24 days away. Yesterday with Brandon, we had the countdown at 25 days. We are now 24 days away from the NFL draft. Going to be looking at possible trades that we can see in the first round. We're going to then look at Kyler Murray. Kind of look at the best fits for the young quarterback. That'll be a first. And then we're going to end the podcast... Talking Bears draft, and the reason we can finally talk Bears draft is because mm-hmm. they traded Jordan Howard. We can talk about the
1: Bears draft anytime.
0: <laughs> what is that going to mean mm-hmm. for the Bears and their draft strategy now that they have traded Jordan Howard away and running back could be something that they look into? Before we get started, though, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. It is how you help support us and make sure that we can keep doing what we're doing for you guys each every day and each and every week but mark let's start talking about some trades and damn if you're on youtube you're like ricky what are you reaching for you have you ever had a scratch on your back mark to where you're like man it just won't go away it just won't go away no matter how far you know, how like hard you scratch
1: conversation it's kind of like it just doesn't conversation. go away it just
0: doesn't stop but yeah that's what i'm but the answer my is yes. right now the that's why i look yes. like well, ricky why do you look so weird because i got a scratch on my back but mark let's talk some mm-hmm. trades The first one, I just want to throw this one at you. Usually I'd be like, well, what's a trade that you could see? Mm -hmm. I want to throw this at you because Brandon and I talked about it yesterday on the PTP, and I want to ask your thoughts. All right. So the Raiders worked out Dwayne Haskins and Kyler Murray, and now there's no guarantee that the Raiders are going to go quarterback with Mm -hmm. the fourth overall pick. My hypothetical is if the Cardinals— Draft Nick Bosa number one and don't take Kyler Murray. Do the Raiders make a trade with either the Niners or the Jets to move up and grab Kyler Murray before anyone else, or Dwayne Haskins?
1: Um, or Dwayne Haskins? They worked them out. They worked both of them out. I want to give Dwayne Haskins his day. Um, a little different than uh, you know they could have gone for Drew Locke, You know, <laughs> work him out. Well, good old Brett Favre. Arm they, he's got. They coached Drew Locke at the mm-hmm. senior bowl. So oh, that's so why they already, didn't have to work. They already out. know who they're going to take. Yeah. It's all. It's all smokescreen just to get <laughs> Drew Locke at number four overall. Could it happen? Oh, it totally could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's interesting to me because it. It's one of those times where they're going to have they're going to have it in their minds on which one of these quarterbacks they like. Uh, maybe they like them both, but they're going to have one of these guys they want. And the question becomes, do you trade up to first and get your guy? Mm -hmm. Or do you say, let's see what Arizona does, and then we'll trade up to second and then get our guy?
0: I'm going to just say this, because the reason Mm -hmm. why is I'm looking at the NFL.com article I pulled up, Yeah, and we joke about it, but the guy says one of the trades is Raiders trading up from four to two with the Niners, Mm -hmm. and the first sentence is, it's easy for me to see Raiders head coach John Gruding wanting to lock up Drew, the former Missouri quarterback he coached at the senior bowl, and like yeah. I we just well, it's, joked well, it's the Brett Favre well, connection. From. We just joked about it. Mm-hmm. I read that line and I go, "Huh? If the Raiders trade up to take Drew Locke and not Kyler Murray and not Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. it will remind me." And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm just saying this is it reminds me of when the Bears traded up. Mm-hmm. to get Mitch Trubisky. Because many people, uh-huh. I was one of them, was like, really, you traded up, you would have been able to get him where you, where you were drafting. Where many people would then assume, if let's say they mm-hmm. traded up to two to get Drew Locke, many people would be like, you were worried he wasn't going to get the four? The,
1: the difference in that being, because it doesn't remind me of that at all, that supposedly other teams were also interested, mm-hmm. and in this one you're drafting the fourth best quarterback at number one. Mm-hmm. I actually think it'd be more... Now, we were proven that Baker Mayfield deserved number one overall, uh, at well, least in this season, but it would have been I to well, me Baker more similar to. Baker
0: and Mitch were different drafts.
1: Well, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is that it would be more um to me of everyone expected Sam Darnold to be number one. Oh, okay. Sam Darnold's gonna be a number one guy, mm-hmm. then maybe Josh Allen because of that arm and you know, the Browns can get Baker at four. They don't need yeah. to take him at one. And they just go and they get Baker. Mm-hmm. And there's people out there saying But he's like the fourth best quarterback, third best quarterback. The difference being that there was actually an argument that Baker is the number one quarterback in that Mm -hmm. draft, and it looked like he might just be. This one is a – I don't think there's a single – that's not true. There are people who think that Drew Locke is the number one quarterback in this draft. Mm -hmm. But let me exaggerate for a second. Uh, There's not a single person out in the entire world that thinks Drew Locke is the number one quarterback in this draft. Um, But that would be a genius or – Get this man out of here. Where's my angry mob? Yeah, moment for John Gruden because it either works out really well and it's like, wow, you guys got your guy, or it's you brought Mayock in to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I could totally see the Raiders trading up for a quarterback, and, and I know that they have a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, they've got Derek Carr, they've got a good quarterback, but but what's his future like? in – do they in like Oakland. him? There's nobody there mm-hmm. who's got any real tie to him. Similar to another team that I'll mention later on, there's nobody that has a real concrete tie of we're we're married here. It's just kind of the you inherited this, and mm-hmm. uh, if it works, cool. But maybe you're not into it. So they totally could. What I would love to see happen is them do something. You know, in this dream scenario of trades, trade up. And then trade up again mm-hmm. with— um, The
0: two firsts you've got later on from the Bears and the Cowboys. Or with Derek Carr. True. Use
1: Derek Carr as, as one of your— team. Now, he's not doesn't count as a first, but you can trade him to a team uh, that might need a quarterback.
0: The only reason I wouldn't do that is because if, if I'm drafting— Let's say the Raiders mm-hmm. trade up for Drew Locke. I am not trading Derek Carr They're until They're not going to trade for Drew Locke. Se- like, well, no, no, no. I'm just saying if they do, because we can say, we can say a better quarterback, Kyler Murray, this. Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins. If yeah. they trade for any of them, mm-hmm. I'm almost saying don't trade Derek Carr this year. Do the Patrick Mahomes treatment of sit him the first year because you have Derek Carr under contract. Yeah, sit them un, under Derek Carr, mm-hmm. Alex Smith them after the year, the and trade him after
1: the year between. The Mahomes situation and this situation, Mahomes was what, like number 12? I think mm-hmm. it was 12 overall. Um, someone can correct me if I'm wrong on that. You're trading up to number one or number two overall. It's a difficult situation to make them sit. It's not like we're I sitting mean,
0: there saying. But you got Derek. You can easily mm. say we have Derek Carr. Yeah. You're not better than him.
1: But at the same time, you're drafting the guy number one overall. Mm-hmm. They've shown they've got no hesitation to trade away good players for whatever it is they need mm-hmm. get rid of Derek Carr then yeah set him loose let him go somewhere else get some picks out of it you know move up in a draft whatever mm-hmm. you need to do I think it'd be cool to see is it gonna happen should it happen both those answers are gonna probably be no mm-hmm. uh but it would be cool
0: who's a team or what's a trade that you think could happen this besides a, the Raiders
1: yeah there's a trade I want to see happen is I want to see the Bengals trade their way into a quarterback um and the reason why and i had the Bengals like trading with the Bengals to get like daniel jones or will greer at 32 or no 31. i want the Bengals to get a quarterback yeah that's i what want I'm them saying. to trade yeah and, and i got like them,
0: hey we're gonna move up into the first round to grab one yeah of yeah
1: because they're not gonna get one of these i i somehow managed them in my last mock draft 5.0 mm-hmm. to have them take kyler murray at a, yeah at a, what what do they have 10 11, 11. um um I managed them to get it because I am not really that sold on Kyler Murray. But he's not going to fall that far. No. The like and, and reality is he's not. Dwayne Haskins is probably not either. Mm-hmm. You know, even if nobody uh, is really doing much trading, the Giants are going to take a quarterback. People want to say the Cardinals are going to take a quarterback. Uh, we just said the Raiders could take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So there are teams that are out there that might take quarterbacks. But I would love them to be that team that does trade up and grabs a Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Um You know, I I would love then to see the guy who, because Andy Dalton is another one of those situations. Nobody there has any concrete ties to Andy Dalton. They can get rid of him, but they don't Mm -hmm. need to get rid of him. They can keep him around for a year if they want to do what you were saying, a Mahomes, Alex Smith treatment, uh, to say, "Mm, we'll let you win the job, but you don't have it right off the bat. Mm -hmm. They could do something like that. um, And, you know, it'd be fun to see another one of those. Uh, situations over in the AFC North, just like, you know, Lamar Jackson just did to Joe Flacco.
0: Yeah, and I really, to me, the Bengals are, I don't want to use the word enigma, but kind of like an enigma to me because they get their new coach, so they are no longer got Marvin Lewis, and really it's how does Richards feel Mm -hmm. about Andy Dalton? Because Andy Dalton's not a bad quarterback, but does he fit what you want to do coming over from Um, I believe he came over for the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. And it's like you've got A.J. Green out there. You've got running backs like Joe Mixon. And Andy Dalton, like I said, is not a bad quarterback. But could they take someone like what I'm kind of thinking is if Will Greer, let's say the top four go. So Murray, Haskins, and Locke all go top ten. Daniel Jones goes, let's say, Mm -hmm. middle of the first. Are they a team that basically, like you mentioned with Baltimore, are they a team that goes, hey, you know what? We do like Will Greer. We're going to trade up with a team like the Patriots or the Rams that are at the bottom of the first round in order to try to get a quarterback and get that fifth-year option on him. Could Um, be. Because I think, like, early on in this draft, we Mm -hmm. were talking about, like, oh, this isn't a a strong year for quarterbacks. It's not. It still isn't. And now as we're getting closer to the draft, it Mm -hmm. might be because these are the quarterbacks that we're looking at. Yeah. I would be shocked if we don't see a ton of moving pieces within the top five. Mainly for me, I think that if the Cardinals go Murray number one, 49ers aren't keeping their pick, and then the Jets aren't keeping their pick.
1: I wouldn't be shocked if there wasn't. At much movement in the top five because I still don't think this is that great of a quarterback draft and but if I, one
0: goes mm, the dominoes fall not
1: necessarily I mean not necessarily if GMs truly do not believe these are quarterbacks worth taking they won't I mean you have mm-hmm. Do you think uh, a team like the Broncos though? I think it very realistically could happen these quarterbacks are not that good people thought Geno Smith was a top five pick mm-hmm. top ten pick his draft he went in the second round E.J. Manuel was the number 1 quarterback in that draft. There's no quarterbacks in that draft really worth talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we looked at that last podcast. It's very possible with—when you look at Josh Allen, Quinnen Williams, Nick Bosa, Montez Sweat, you have all these really, really, really talented defensive players. Greedy Williams in there as well, even though people don't like his tackling. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have all these really, really great players that should all go before the quarterback. It's very realistic to say teams are going to say, you know what, I'm just going to draft the best player there. The best defensive player. To where even the Giants who desperately need quarterback are saying, we're probably at number 6 just going to take the best defensive player. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's very possible that this is something that could happen. I, I would not I would be shocked if we get Will Greer or Drew Locke or Daniel Jones. Uh I'm not incredibly shocked anything can happen but I would be surprised if it happened.
0: See, I'm on the other side. I think four quarterbacks are going in this and I know this isn't a quarterback topic but mm-hmm. I think four quarterbacks are going in this first round. Um and for me the the interesting one for me and you could talk trade here mm-hmm. the most interesting pick is that number 1 pick because if the cart to me if the Cardinals go number 1 and they say we're going to draft Kyler Murray. I think that's going to push the dominoes over where Dwayne Haskins and drew lock. I feel like there's more interest in them this year than teams had in a Geno Smith in an EJ manual. Like, you could say like out of it's desperation. A, We're can,
1: back to the Jake Locker year. Bingo. People just I mean, drafted quarterbacks because you have to draft quarterback and you end up with Christian Ponder, Jake Locker, and you, guys who are shit. And you can say comparing it to
0: that, but mm-hmm. the fact is it might happen like that. Sure, Especially anything could if happen. If the Cardinals go I just hope number that one.
1: I I have a little bit of faith in these GMs. I'm hoping they're they're going to be able to see past that. Yeah, I, That's why you have people trading for uh you know guys like Joe Flacco. Mhm. You know, or grabbing your Tyrod Taylor to say maybe the I bro- can get one. of The Broncos these guys. are
0: even a team though, still where people go, could they still take a quarterback? Well, sure, later half on?
1: the teams on here people mm-hmm. are saying could they take a quarterback? People say could the Saints draft a quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could. Well, Will
0: Greer, he's mm-hmm. the guy that I've seen most people yeah. go. Will the Saints grab Will Greer uh, in the second round? Will they do it? Like not trading sure. second up second round, for go him. for it. I just, for me, mm-hmm. the way I see it is. Right now, if I am predicting what's going to happen at the draft, I think that three of the quarterbacks go in the top ten: Murray, Haskins, mm-hmm. and Locke. And I think that there's no way Daniel Jones falls below seventeen
1: to the Giants. I would be shocked if he if he was still there. Uh, I mean, if he got taken mm-hmm. there, it's just because I think he's we just not, have we've had the conversation the last week. They're just not that good of quarterbacks, mm-hmm. personally. I think we're going to look back 10 years from now and say, where did all those quarterbacks go in that 2019 mm-hmm. draft? I don't see any of them. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a backup still. I don't really see any of these quarterbacks working. Um, and it's just because we had really good draft classes the last two years in quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Next year, we're supposedly supposed to look at a amazing draft class. So we got this one that's just weak. It's just gonna get forgotten about. And the teams that draft a quarterback this year and do poorly are gonna sit there and go, Well, I can grab I can get Tua. He's there mm-hmm. and they're gonna pull a Browns. They're gonna pull a Carolina. You know, when Carolina drafted Cam Newton, they replaced a guy they just drafted the year before in Clausen. Mm-hmm. Uh I really think that this is what this is gonna be. But I think to go back to trades, yeah. What I think I could see happening, even if they you know, the Cardinals say, Yeah, we're gonna grab Kyler Murray mm-hmm. is all of a sudden, people are saying, whoa, Nick is available. You know, Josh Nick Allen's going to be available. Uh-huh. Quinton Williams is here. That th- is something I can realistically see easier in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, of People saying really, really great defensive talent is out there. I mean, what was it last year that made the Chicago Bears an amazing team? Getting a pass rusher like Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. And they had to trade for him because he was already out there. But when you can get that guy, when you can get yourself a Von Miller... You know, when you can get yourself a J.J. Watt, these players are players that can change a defense essentially on their own. Mm -hmm. I think that teams should, if they're trading, trade for one of those guys. Get yourself Josh Allen.
0: And that's an interesting thing that I think about with the 49ers Mm -hmm. because let's say, regardless of who the Cardinals take, either Murray or Bosa, I feel like the 49ers could sit there and go, huh. If the Raiders really want to trade up for a quarterback, if I'm the 49ers, I would make that deal in a heartbeat. The reason why, how many picks are there in between me then? Well, it's also you're
1: going to get more picks. And
0: it's the Jets. Well, A, you're going to get more picks. B, there's a good chance that they can get a guy that they want at four because the Jets can only take one player. And at that point, Mm -hmm. let's say Kyler Murray and Drew Locke then go one, two to the Cardinals and Raiders. Then it's like, okay, Jets, what are you going to do? Trade, which if somebody's trading up, most likely they're trading up for a quarterback, but they could trade up for a Nick Bosa, who would be available. But mm-hmm. even if Nick Bosa goes there, I still have the option of Josh Allen, Quinn Williams. Like, yeah. all these defensive players are there. Mm-hmm. The question I want to throw out, and I don't, I don't think many people are talking about this. It's usually just Nick Bosa, Kyler Murray, who are they going to go with? Yeah. Is there an option for the Cardinals to trade that number one pick? Because this is from um, touchdownwire.com. Matthew Stevens put, either way, they, being the Cardinals, have their quarterback of the future in Josh Rosen, or they really do want Kyler Murray like has been rumored. Regardless, they could likely find Murray or another player they really want later in the first round while picking up a King's ransom for the number one pick in the 2019 draft. With so many needs remaining on their roster, it makes more sense for them to try and pick up as many selections in the top 100 as possible. I threw this out to Brandon because Brandon Mm -hmm. is a staunch take Kyler Murray number one Josh Rosen is crap, which I even tried to tell him the thing that Sean sent us of, you know, he was sacked 17 times. Before it yeah. could step back five. Everyone five steps. is willing
1: to admit that Arizona Cardinals have a terrible team, but somehow Josh Rosen's terrible. Yeah,
0: somehow he's the problem. Yeah, should the Cardinals trade the number one pick in order to get more selections? In the I mean, top should 100? they?
1: Sure, their team is bad and they need players. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's not very many opportunities you have to get a guy like Nick Bosa, mm-hmm. you know, um, or whoever your personal favorite is. If you can get one of those guys, sure, you can get multiple guys who are really good. But if you can get one of those generational type of players, and I'm not mm. saying that Nick Bosa guarantees a gener- generational player, but, like, look but at, if you're number look one overall, Bosa. Yeah, if you you're, think the Chargers I wouldn't worried? say he's a generational, no, but he's really but
0: good. Do you think the Chargers are worried about their pass rush? No, no. not right now. And
1: it's just what, if you truly think that this guy at one overall is going to be that thing that takes your team to the next level, mm. you just draft him. You just go and get him. And, and, I mean, I the same thing can be said of a quarterback. If you really think Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, whoever, is going to be the quarterback who's going to lead you to multiple Super Bowls, you draft him. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Um, but, yeah, if you can trade back, sure. If you think that those guys are going to be available for you, go for it.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of on the – if I was the Cardinals, mm-hmm. I would be trying to search – For a trade partner.
1: Well, I think you Um, should pretty much, any team should always be looking to trade back, really. and,
0: And the reason being is I look at the needs for the Cardinals. Offensive line, you could get a pretty good one in the top 10. Wide receiver, you could get a pretty good one in the top ten. Any
1: position you're gonna be able to get a good one in the top ten. Tight end. You're in the top Apparently
0: 10. you could get a good one in the top ten. I'm still not sold that TJ Hawkinson is a top ten. But you'll 10 get pick. the best player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, um, the position. Defensive line. Look at how many defensive players we got in this draft. And then Greedy Williams at cornerback. Like every single need is there. Plus, I'm assuming if you're trading the number one pick, you're gonna get a future first. And yeah. you're going to get picks later on sure in this so. draft. Like, I am looking one, two, three. All of the top three picks could be movable when we get to the draft. The big one I look at is the Jets because the Jets, to me, they could like they could sit there. Let's say how our mock draft rolled mm-hmm. out this past time before we do the new one. Let's say. Nick Bosa goes number one. Quinn and Williams goes number two. Well, the Jets aren't going to draft a quarterback. because They took Sam Darnold. They're not going to do the thing yep. that the Cardinals were thinking about doing. And it's like, yes, they could take Josh Allen with that sure could. third overall a really pick, good player. But how does that help them? Because they were
1: they're By a having team, a really good player.
0: Because they're a team that has lost some later, like later picks. Mm-hmm. Because they traded up with the Colts last year in order yeah. to get Sam Darnold. So for me, the Jets are a team where if I get to three, yeah, Josh Allen is good and he'll be a good pass rusher for you.
1: Be a great pass rusher.
0: But I could get a pass rusher a little bit later. Maybe one of these quarterback-hungry mm-hmm. teams can give me some later picks that I can supplement for the ones that I lost and gave away to the
1: Colts for I last mean, year. Uh, that's going to be how it is for any player, mm-hmm. any team. You can get a lot more picks, and that's great if a team wants to trade up. Doesn't matter if they want a quarterback, if they mm-hmm. want Josh Allen, doesn't matter who they want. If they're going to trade up, they got to give you a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and that's great, especially if you're a team that has needs. But the Jets made a lot of moves in the offseason. They show they want to win. So to me, for the Jets, no, don't trade. Take a guy like Josh Allen, if it's Quinn and William, take whoever's available. Go get one of the best players, the number one player on your board. The odds are one or two on your board is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Go grab them. It's, it's that simple. Just go draft them because you, you have shown us all in the offseason you are ready to win now. Mm-hmm. You win now by getting the best players on your team.
0: Are there any other teams that you're thinking could, maybe let's say out of the top ten that could be like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I know this team is later, but they could trade up. Or, hey, this team could trade back in the later picks.
1: Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what the Giants do with number 17 mm-hmm. just because – and it's not even quarterback-related for me. It's just they're a team that's in this weird – we're one step in rebuilding. We're one step in. We're still going to try and win some games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm interested to see. Do they try and trade up because they want to get a good player? Do they try and trade back You know, because they're going to sit there and they're in a spot where – Someone starts falling, and they fall kind of decently. 17 might be a good spot where Mm -hmm. someone can trade up and get them. Yeah. uh, Because the Giants are going to do exactly that Where They're going to need multiple picks. They're going to need multiple things. So I'm very interested to see what the Giants do with 17-6. I think they just sit there.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, the whole thing is, and I didn't get this way until Mm -hmm. I started seeing some of our comments when we talked about Daniel Jones possibly going to the Giants. And there were a lot that were like, hey, you know what, like the – GM of the Giants does like Daniel Jones. I'm starting to think, and I'm like, good for him. I'm like, you know what? Would I do it? No, but I could totally see the Giants being like, hey, we could use some defensive help. We could maybe use some offensive help, get Mm -hmm. some weapons. Why not use that sixth pick to grab one of these defensive guys that may be falling because people are trading up for quarterbacks, and we'll get that quarterback later with seventeen, either trading up with it to try to get Jones if they don't think the, he'll fall to seventeen, or if he falls to seventeen, take him there. I don't know exactly where the Giants take their quarterback, but I know they're gonna take a quarterback with one. Maybe of those they picks.
1: somehow make a trade with the Cardinals. Get number one. Nope. Get Josh Rosen. Huh. If the Cardinals do truly if they take if they truly Murray. want to grab a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if 17 is going to be that spot, Mm -hmm. but maybe Cardinals work something out, get back into the first, get early Mm -hmm. into the second again, um, and Giants can get their quarterback that way.
0: The last team I'm thinking about is the Seahawks, and the reason why is they have four picks. They have a first, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. Mm -hmm. They're a team that we've talked year after year where it's like, hey— that lob is uh, not there anymore. They're completely. You, it was. Hey, it's falling apart. Hey, it's deteriorating. Hey, some of them are not here, and now it's yeah, completely it's, it's dead. Gone. Now, Russell, Like before, we were even recording the podcast. You said you saw something where Russell Wilson is kind of giving the top them
1: headline on ESPN a timeline now with hey. I, Rumor has it. That's what they're saying. Rumor has you, it he's giving them a deadline.
0: You've got to. Did they say when the deadline? I is? didn't read okay. it. Um, that hey, you got till here to mm-hmm. get me a new deal, or I may be walking. If I'm the Seahawks, sitting there at 21, mm-hmm. I may make it make a trade with a team to try to get some supplementary picks—a a second, a fourth, something—to where it's like, hey, I can't just leave this draft with four total picks. And if you select someone at 21, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. Might not be enough to generate more picks. Yeah, within the it's draft. Possible,
1: unless there's someone you really like at 21. You know, I'm going to sit there and say you need depth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you need to have depth. But if there's someone you really like at 21, you really think is going to make your team better, mm-hmm. go ahead and draft the guy. I I do not believe that there's any way the Seahawks say, "All right, see you later, Russell." Mm-hmm. You know, like there's just no way that's going to happen. Uh, he is too instrumental to that franchise. Uh, Without him, they probably don't have a Super Bowl win. Mm -hmm. Um, And he didn't truly carry the team the way, like, I think they hoped he would. They wanted him to become Aaron Rodgers, essentially, after Marshawn Lynch was gone. They'd have two
0: Super Bowl wins if they actually used Marshawn Lynch.
1: Probably. Probably. (laughs) But uh, they did not. Uh, And, yeah, that that was a fun one. And, um, But, yeah, I, I think that there's a good chance Seahawks do drop back because mm-hmm. it's kind of an obvious thing. But at the same time, other teams know that, and they're going to say, you don't have that great of leverage. I know you desperately need picks, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to give you as much. Yeah, but
0: there might be a team like the Colts that are like, hey, let's move up because we want to grab one of these defensive players be. that's down here in the in the later part of mm-hmm. the first round. Is there any trades you think we're missing, any teams you think we're missing before we move on?
1: All I'll say is someone's going to probably surprise us. You think so? That's usually what happens. I mean, usually it's someone. Last year
0: it was the Saints. Someone trades up and it's like, holy crap. Well, the Saints and even I'll say the Chiefs Mm -hmm. surprised us two years ago when it was like the year Mitch went. It's like, Mm -hmm. wait. The Chiefs traded up to get Patrick all Mahomes. All three of those
1: quarterback trades were surprising at what? the time. Like,
0: and, like, what? The Texans traded—the mm-hmm. Browns traded to not take a quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like, what? And I guess it worked because they did. Maybe the Dolphins will do that. They'll try to get some Browns magic where it's like, hey, here's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're going to trade when we could take a quarterback— and then we're going to hopefully get the number one pick next year. I think and the get Dolphins are
1: very comfortable with not taking a quarterback <laughs> right now.
0: But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. What trades are you looking forward to seeing? What trades do you think we will realistically see? And what teams do you want to see those trades for? Let us know what you're thinking down below. But Mark, let's move on and talk about Kyler Murray. We're looking at best fits for the young quarterback coming into the draft this year. If you've Checked out our other ones. We talked about Dwayne Haskins. We did one last week on Greedy Williams. And this is not where we think they will get drafted. This is if they're going to a team, this is going to be the best fit. And kind of, we also talk about other fits as well for each quarterback. But, Mark, I will let you go first as I am a gracious. Hosts here on the outside You're trying to make
1: up for uh, not letting me go first last time.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I kind of jumped the gun. Um, That's okay.
1: I don't don't blame you. Who's the best fit for Kyler Murray? The best fit. I have two that I'm really kind of feel like. These are two interesting ones. Uh, Don't take mine. Well, I'm probably going to. The the first one I want is the New Orleans Saints. Uh, And the reason for that is... I think Kyler Murray would benefit a lot from being able to be behind a guy like Drew Brees. It's mm-hmm. not just the height thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just that Drew Brees is a really good, ta- uh, talented quarterback. And then if – to be able to work with Sean Payton mm. when slash if Drew Brees retires sometime in the near future would be huge. I mean, Sean Payton's the kind of guy who – such a great offensive coach. He can get a lot out of a talented, strong-arm type quarterback uh, – you know, like Kyler Murray. I think that would be a really good benefit. I think that they have a great team there right now. They're starting to lose some pieces of that team, but they still currently have a really good team. And I think that the Saints would be an awesome option. There's probably no way the Saints could possibly get Kyler Murray. Yeah, I was going to say zero, zero chance. Doesn't matter. We're talking about fit. No, and I that know. would be a great team, a great fit, a great option for him. Dude,
0: could you imagine if the Saints were able to get him without having a first-round pick or a third-round pick this year. Be beautiful. Making the trade package hey, of, like— trade next year's
1: picks. You don't need those.
0: You, <laughs> you win don't need a Super Bowl this taking year. Kyler Murray. Mine is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Oakland. I think he'd fit great with Oakland. And, you know, John Gruden's a guy where— the reason why I feel like the fit would be great in Oakland is because he would have John Gruden— who knows how to speak to quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. You also have the support of your coach, where John Gruden has talked before about how he likes um, Kyler Murray. Now, I know there's people that are like, hey, you know what, he really liked Drew Locke during the senior ball, but which one would you rather have right now, Drew Locke or Kyler Murray? Most people are going to say Murray in three years. It might be a little bit different. We'll never know. We'll have to wait and see. But the thing about the Raiders, and this really is for any quarterback, but really with Murray – is I think having Antonio Brown and Williams out there, bringing those guys in, he has weapons. I will say this right now. If he goes to the Cardinals, the Cardinals, to me, are the worst fit this year for Kyler Murray. And the reason why I say that is they need so much around him. Yes, they're getting David Johnson back. Yes, they have Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk, but let's be honest. Christian Kirk coming off of an injury that he suffered late last season. Larry Fitzgerald, although he's a great wide receiver, towards the end of his career and probably could have, should have hung the boots up this offseason but decided to come back for one more, kind of Larry's last ride. And that offensive line is not good. Good, and Kyler Murray will not have time Mm -hmm. to get the ball to these weapons because of how quickly defenses are going to get to him. Now, for me, another reason why the Raiders would be a good pick is because they've got draft capital later on, where they're a team that does not need, like where the Cardinals, where it's like, hey, they've got so many needs. The Raiders can be like, hey, we can take you earlier in the draft because we've got two picks later on where we can address some of those defensive needs like that pass rusher that apparently we need more than a quarterback. Now, the question is, Kyler Murray, would he even play year one? I would say probably not. I'm sitting him one year and then Derek Carr, I'm treating like Alex Smith at the end of the year. Like, Kyler Murray would be on the Patrick Mahomes plan if drafted by Oakland. I think there's too
1: much excitement about Kyler Murray for, for that to realistically happen, but, like, where your head's at.
0: Well, it'd be like Baker, um,
1: word. You don't—at st- the very least, it'd Baker be like started Baker. right off the bat. No, no, well, no. Well, not right off the bat. He started, like, week four.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. week
1: three. Week I think three.
0: Tyrod got two, and then the Jet game mm-hmm. was the first Baker game. I'd say
1: that's pretty quick. But, like, mm-hmm.
0: Baker, though, at the start, it was—it's Tyrod's job. Now, I'm not saying Derek Carr would get dethroned as quick as Tyrod Taylor— but I
1: mean, I think that I Kyler Murray has enough behind him, just mm-hmm. hype and motivation wise, that I think that whichever team he goes, there's someone in front of him. They're not lasting long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first interception they throw, people are gonna chant Kyler Murray. Yeah, I see. Um,
0: I, that's just what happens. With me, Derek Carr would be the mm-hmm. guy to start day one. And with me, I I would personally mm-hmm. stick through and say nope, he's starting the whole year, and that's how it's gonna it's be. It's tough
1: to do that. It's tough to do that in the NFL, especially if you're a team that doesn't win I a mean, lot of games. I Gruden's got 10 years, right? He's got nine. Oh, yeah, nine that's years. right. He's
0: one year. So he's got yeah. nine years left.
1: Nine years left. Uh, a team that I think that would be really cool uh, to see this happen. And I think there is a nice connection here. Mm-hmm. But we got to see what happens with this coach because he's new. Cincinnati Bengals and their new coach, Zach Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh Zach Taylor is going to get compared to Sean McVay a lot this year mm-hmm. uh, because he's kind of a nobody knows much about him. And, I and tot- he also had a connection to Sean McVay.
0: I totally messed his name up in the first segment. I said Richard instead of Taylor. I just realized that when you said his name. I didn't even name.
1: notice. Um, but, yeah, so he he would be a cool fit. Um, and, and I think that he... He's got no loyalty to Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. but they can keep him around for a little bit if they want to do something like that uh, and just let Kyler Murray take the job when he's ready to take it. You got new quarterbacks in Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield there. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers are probably going to draft a new quarterback next year, uh, because I really doubt Big Ben's going to be around for that much longer, especially when he's just saw his two best weapons go away. But they got Mason Rudolph, man. They sure do. (laughs) Uh, People tend to forget that he's there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, I think that Taylor, having been a quarterback, having worked with McVay, worked with Jared Goff, um, you know, he was there for all of that. He has gotten to work with Tannehill in one of Tannehill's best seasons, uh, which I know people aren't going to be that excited about Tannehill. But he got to do that. Um, you know, he he had the quarterback himself, and he did all right. He wasn't amazing, but he did well enough. He's got enough of a connection to where it's like I think he could work well with a nice shiny new weapon, mm-hmm. and it would be kind of an exciting thing because people are forgetting that Cincinnati exists. It's been a a long, long time since they've had anything that exciting go on in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So they they could use a spark. Since the Chad Johnson, T.J. Hushmanzada or T.J. Hushamama days.
1: Mm -hmm. The John Kittner days. Long, long time ago. Well, Carson Palmer
0: Uh, uh, after
1: that. um, Some losses Mm -hmm. back-to-back in the playoffs to the Texans. (laughs) Really good stuff. I I think they really could use a guy like that to shoot them in the arm, but it's the kind of thing where a new coach – uh, who's going to be wanting to innovate can probably get by with being very creative with the player he's got and start building a team around him.
0: Yeah. I just, I look at Cincinnati and they are so, I know I mentioned this in the first segment, like mm-hmm. they are a team where it's like, are they going to go, are they going to go quarterback and how early do they go quarterback? Cause I mean, I don't know. Like that's the most thing with these teams. The Bengals have a quarterback. The Raiders have a quarterback. The Broncos have a quarterback. The Lions have said, and I know it's smokescreen season, but they have said that, hey, we might be taking a quarterback at eight. Nothing is off the table for us. If they Mm -hmm. do think about a quarterback, they have one as well. And I I look at it and I go, with most of these teams, are they going to move up to get any of these guys? Kind of like what you were mentioning in the first segment of – Is Which draft are we going to see? The Jake Locker draft, where one guy goes, and it's like, oh, no, we need a quarterback, and they go, like, hotcakes. Yeah. Or where it's like, oh, wow, we thought Kyler Murray was going to go one. Oh, no, he didn't. All right? He's not going two. He's not going three. Why is nobody trading up for these quarterbacks? What don't we know? Like, is that what we're going to see with EJ Manuel? And it's kind of, to me, yes, it's wait and see, but... I can't put a finger on a pulse of which way we're leaning because I think it's, and this is true to any draft, nobody wants to play their hand, especially with these quarterbacks. Nobody wants to tip it to where, hey, I like this guy because then someone's going to say, well, wait, if you like that guy, why should I pick Kyler Murray if you like Drew Locke?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you can't can't give away your cards already. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's – a silly idea. Um, yeah, and it's going to be interesting, especially, too, because as what usually happens with these guys, the best fits for mm-hmm. one of these quarterbacks who, who probably needs a little bit of time to develop still are the teams that can't get him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I said, the Saints were my number one, and there's no possible chance for the Saints to get this guy uh, unless they trade – future picks next year Mm -hmm. um you know i even think that the pittsburgh steelers would be a decent fit you mentioned mason rudolph but i don't think anyone really cares that much about mason rudolph but just to me it's a good fit just because he can sit behind big ben for Mm -hmm. a while big ben's a pretty unquestioned starter that team needs to get some more pieces because they just lost pieces so they can afford to have a bad year too Mm -hmm. and then get some pieces around him next year when you have a ni- nice, new, exciting quarterback in Kyler Murray. Um, but once again, he's not falling to the Steelers have like 20 or something like that. He's not going to fall to 20. No. He's top 10 pick. Uh, and the top 10 Really, teams, top 5 pick maybe. Probably. But these top teams are teams that aren't going to be a great place. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just talked about Josh Rosen in the last segment. Josh Rosen going to Arizona was a terrible thing for Josh Rosen. Mm-hmm. It was a bad team. It was a team that's not ready to support him. He got hit a lot more than pretty much anybody. Uh, he was not set up to succeed. We look at Josh Allen, who did pretty well later in the season when he decided, screw it, I'm just going to run. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do it myself because the rest, of this, the rest of these guys aren't helping me out. Sam Darnold started off well in the season, and then people realized, oh, there's really no weapons here. He's got nothing to throw the ball to." Mm-hmm. All right, we can get to him. And then te- things started going poorly for the Jets. That's just kind of what happens to a lot of these quarterbacks. Uh, you go to a team that's not really ready to have a quarterback like you, uh, and you got to sit through some bad years, and f- hopefully things get better. Hopefully you don't have a season like Alex Smith or a career like Alex Smith where it's like, new coach. All right, next year, new coach. All right, now we got a new offensive system. And it just got replaced for Colin Kaepernick. Exactly. Now I'm over here. Okay, I had some good years, and I got replaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just that's unfortunately what happens to a lot of talented quarterbacks. that go somewhere where it's a revolving door if that team doesn't suddenly become good. Yeah,
0: and the thing that I kind of also think about, and you may be able to help me kind of thinking about this, is – Yesterday on the primetime podcast, when we brought up Kyler Murray, because um, Brandon and I kind of predicted where all the quarterbacks would go. And Kyler Murray, I said the Raiders, because I knew today I was going to say the Raiders were my best fit for Kyler Murray. He brought up, he being Brandon, brought up the comparison to Lamar Lamar Action Jackson, because I said worst fit is the Cardinals because that offensive line, Kyler Murray's going to be running for his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fortunately, he and, can. And let's be honest, mm-hmm. the 50-yard run that we saw against West Virginia – will not be an everyday thing because the players in the NFL are bigger, faster, stronger, and one of them is going to take his head off.
1: Yeah, what you end up seeing are, are things like Johnny Menzel in his mm-hmm. game for the Express the other day where, uh, unfortunately, or not, I shouldn't say fortunately, but this was a different situation than what Kyler Murray is going to typically face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny had to play defense, get smacked in the head, and he goes down. Mm-hmm. You run too much in the NFL, you have an RG3 situation. That ankle goes out. Uh, You know, you have a Andrew Luck who wasn't being protected because they never had any interest in protecting him. And he had to miss multiple years because of that shoulder injury. Uh, You know, if you don't take care of your quarterbacks, they get destroyed, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially when they're small framed quarterbacks.
0: And that's why with me, like I look at Lamar Jackson this past year and I was like, what did he rely on when the pressure got tough? He relied on his legs, and that's what they're going to do. And didn't let him throw the ball. They didn't let him throw the ball. But, I mean, this was a team that, yes, he led the team, almost led the team in rushing in the few games that he had. But let's be honest, Gus Edwards was not a bad option for them. Like, he was a seven 700, 700-yard a 700 runner for the Ravens last year. And then receiving-wise, let me switch over to – the receivers, they had guys like John. John Brown was on that team, seven hundred yard mm-hmm. receiver. Willie Sneed was a quality option for Lamar. You've got Michael Crabtree had over six hundred yards. Mark Andrews, the tight end from Oklahoma, had over five hundred yards. Like this was a Ravens team that were they stacked? No, but it wasn't a team that was completely void of talent. And that's what I feel like if Kyler Murray goes to the Cardinals, it's not going to be like Lamar Jackson because he's not going to have the same
1: weapons. Now, is David Johnson Lamar, better, But the problem is Lamar Jackson, talk about weapons, though. Lamar Jackson didn't get to use those weapons either, though.
0: I mean, not he to had the to full his potential,
1: legs. but I mean... And he really. I mean, he threw the ball, like, less than 15 times a game.
0: But that's because he was relying... like. He relied mm-hmm. on his legs, but when he actually used his arm, he had weapons to throw mm-hmm. to. It wasn't like what, what Kyler Murray will be where, okay, I'm going to use my legs. Oh, that was good. Oh, wait, I can't use my legs here. Yeah. Oh, wait, who am I going to throw to? Larry Fitzgerald is double teamed. Like so many ways. That's what you get wh- when you're with the Cardinals. But with the Raiders, like I throw them out. They pick up some new options this year. The only question mm-hmm. I have for the Raiders is the run game. What's that going to be like? What running back are we going to see day one well, for Kyler them?
1: Murray, do what you want. Let him run the ball. How would, he, how would Kyler Murray fit with the Giants? Not particularly well. Um, the, the, it's just another team that's not really ready for mm-hmm. it. Uh, and he's going to have to start running around in that case. I would, I'd prefer them to have a Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. um, a guy who— probably won't be as mobile. He's going to sit there and throw the ball. Because I'm afraid of... Or stand there When I'm, the I'm scared with Kyler Murray, is just he's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's not just the mobile quarterback thing. It's the fact that he's small. Mm-hmm. Not just height. He's just a small, framed player. He's going to get squished by, you know, the, the big men of the league. They're just going to take him down and crush well,
0: him. My biggest red flag is... Or my biggest question, I'll say, I'll phrase it that Mm -hmm. way, is how is he, I want to see him in the, no matter what team he goes to, I want to see him under
1: pressure. Because he doesn't. He's never really been under pressure. No, and the few times he was, was Mm -hmm.
0: like that one play I referenced from the West Virginia game where he felt pressure, zoom, he's out, and touchdown 50 yards later.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a big change when you're sitting there and you're only getting two and a half Maybe three seconds to throw the ball. 2.7. That mm-hmm. was how
0: much time Josh Rosen had and he got sacked. 17 times in under three seconds.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. And, and you could face the same thing. And the problem for, for the New York Giants is just I don't, I don't even think the New York Giants should draft a quarterback in this draft. Mm-hmm. Get the other pieces first. Get those other pieces. You've got Eli Manning. He's good enough that you can trot him out there. Don't worry about it's not like you're next yeah, year. Yeah, it's not like you're going out there and you're going to send out Mike Glennon and people are saying, what the hell are we doing? Uh, mm-hmm. No, he's good enough to get you some wins, but he's probably not going to win everything for you. So you can worry about getting your quarterback next year.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting with these quarterbacks what happens with them because it's funny how beginning of the draft cycle we're like, wow, most of these quarterbacks, and at that time Kyler Murray— was baseball and let's be honest like you've always thrown out there is the option hey i'm not doing well here in the nfl i'm gonna mm-hmm. go play
1: baseball it's a lot easier to start playing baseball afterwards than it mm-hmm. is to start playing football afterwards so i mean i'm not i'm not saying for sure that hey he is gonna quit football but he's got
0: that option he's got a backup yeah. plan i mean if things
1: don't work out well for him just go play baseball
0: well this is where you guys come in though let us know what you think down below in the comment section who's your best fit for Kyler Murray, who should he get drafted by to bring out his mo- his most potential to be the most successful in the NFL, and also give me your worst team. I'm going to ask you before we go on to the last segment. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick a worst fit, Cardinals. Would it be the Cardinals. Okay. Yep.
1: Without a doubt. Yeah.
0: Is it the Cardinals for you guys? Let us know your best and worst fits for Kyler Murray down below in that comment section. But, Mark, let's move on into our last topic. And we're talking about the good old Chicago Bears. Da, Bears. And the reason why we're talking about the Bears is they made a little bit of moves Last Thursday, while we were actually recording Too Old the Game, and we talked a little bit about it on Too Old the Game, which was a little weird talking about football on a gaming podcast, but Jordan Howard, no longer a Bear. He will be in the... Teal green, the dark green. No, it's
1: it's like forest green. Forest
0: green of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's basically it's not gonna teal. Be, he's gonna basically
1: be in green this is the Jaguars. Um, I said
0: teal green, which they're two different colors, rookie. But he's basically gonna be in green. He's gonna mm-hmm. be in Philly. So city of brotherly love. Maybe he can go have a brewski with Bryce Harper um when he gets to town. But the Bears now trading him. They get a sixth pick that could be a or sixth round pick that could be a fifth round pick depending on the stipulations of the trade before we get into the main meat and potatoes of how this affects the bears draft plans. I want to ask you as the bear fan on the podcast, what were your thoughts when you heard that Jordan Howard will no longer be in the midway with the bears?
1: It's interesting. Cause it's like, yeah, it's upsetting. Uh, I love Jordan Howard as a player. I loved him as a bear mm-hmm. for two of his three years um he did really really great things he probably could have won rookie of the year if he played a full 16 game season but he didn't even get a chance his rookie year to play all games um so he he was awesome he was great as a bear the thing that we always said initially was that he was a little limited Mm -hmm. you know people wanted to work on his hands work on his catching he kind of did but still the bears didn't really use it um and that's really what it comes down to me could the bears have gotten better should they have gotten better I would have liked them to get more than a six, maybe a fifth out of Jordan mm-hmm. Howard. But he's in his contract year and, you know, people aren't going to trade for that. There's also the fact, too, of that contract year. We knew the Bears weren't going to pay him. And even though I've said multiple times, great player or great coaches can figure out a way to use great players. Uh I think that the Bears um Run blocking really let him down. Mm-hmm. Last year, they did a really bad job of run blocking last year. Um, so that kind of hurt Jordan Howard. But it also just it was obvious the bears weren't going to use him. And if you're not gonna use him, go get something for him. People were like, but you could have got a comp pick next uh, you know for next year or two years down the line uh, for him when he eventually leaves, but there's also no guarantee of that. You get the guarantee, you use it next year. You weren't gonna use him anyways. You got Mike Davis who can do similar things, um, but is a little bit more jack of all trades than Jordan Howard mm-hmm. was. Uh, and it's very obvious that Nagy had zero interest using a player like uh Jordan Howard. And that's the thing I did forget to say is that the pick is for twenty twenty. Yeah, not
0: twenty nineteen. For you, how does this does this change the draft strategy for the Bears? Because mm-hmm. This is actually a draft yeah. team, although they I know they don't have a first-round pick. I've actually wanted to talk about it for some time, but usually people don't want to hear, unless it's like their team, yeah. about what they're going to do out of the first round. But the Bears only have, we mentioned earlier, the Seahawks have four picks. The Bears have the next smallest amount of picks. They've got five. You got a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and two seventh-round picks, one of those being from the Broncos, what's the draft strategy look like for the Bears this year? Because they don't have mm-hmm. a lot of capital to do much.
1: Well, I I don't think they—I mean, the thing we got to remember, though, is that uh, Ryan Pace has been a guy who he goes and gets who he wants. Mm-hmm. If he wants a guy, he goes and gets him. Just like when he got Mitch Trubisky. When he got mitch I and mean, he's traded up almost every single draft. Mm-hmm. Um. He, he, he's a guy who likes to trade up if there's a guy he wants. He's a firm believer in that guy's going to make our team better. We're mm-hmm. going to get him. But he also does a really, really great job of drafting talent late. Jordan Howard was, what, a third-round pick, I believe? Uh, you have Eddie Jackson, who was a late-round pick. You have Tariq Cohen, who was a late-round pick. He has gotten a lot of great players mid-draft. Mm-hmm. So I think he can do just fine with that again. So far, he's shown that he can. If anything, his first-round picks are the ones that are a little bit weaker. Yeah. So when the Bears traded that for Khalil Mack, it was he, a little bit of a safety.
0: Correct man. me if I'm wrong. He was after Kevin White.
1: Correct? Kevin White was his first okay. pick. Okay. Yeah, he drafted Kevin White. That was his first thing he did. Um, And that—but that was injury, but still, that didn't work out mm-hmm. well. Um, So, you know— I don't really know that it changes that much for the Bears because they weren't using Jordan Howard anyways. Mm -hmm. So if they want a running back, they were going to draft a running back anyways. Uh, I think that if anything shows, the Bears like to draft running backs. They Mm -hmm. did it with Jordan Howard, then they did it immediately after with Tariq Cohen. They have no problem drafting a running back uh, and hoping he's just going to be a valuable weapon. But the thing that you got to think about, too, is they've got Cordero Patterson, too. Mm -hmm. They can utilize him in the run game if they want. The Bears also don't really like a traditional run game. They like the flip passes. They Mm -hmm. like little tosses, um, you know, shovel passes. They like to do stuff like that. The things that really kind of inflated Patrick Mahomes' numbers quite a bit and made the Chiefs' offense so deadly. That's what the Bears are trying to do. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's by... For me, mm-hmm. the
0: guy that I feel, one of the guys that I feel would fit the Bears really, really well is David Montgomery. The only question is, uh-huh. is he going to be there in the third round? Because Could he's be. a guy that early on combined, like before the combine, yeah. it was either early second or late first. I have always had him at, at an early second. Guys like Brandon, really like David Montgomery, had him on his big boards, had him in the late first round. Then he has a terrible combine, and people are like, fall, 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 fall. So now the question mm-hmm. is, does he fall enough for the Bears? Or do the Bears even look for a running back at that three pick? Or do they say, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like you said, we've got Cohen. We've got Patterson. We don't need to take one at three. We'll take one at the fifth the fifth round pick we'll take one in the seventh because we're yep. just we're not expecting they might not take one guy at all. to compare it yeah they might not take one at all they've
1: got other needs they could beef up like the offensive line depth uh yeah get more pass rush mm-hmm. on there get more defensive back help as well there's other things that the bears can do uh and they're a team that is pretty good at pretty much all their starting positions they can use a new wide receiver too actually mm-hmm. uh you know They're pretty good in all their starting positions. It's the depth. That's what they kind of need. And the Bears got really lucky last year. They really didn't have that many injuries. Mm-hmm. You start getting some injuries, things get bad. I mean, we saw the team uh, when they would play a game with Khalil Mack, and then they would play a game when Khalil Mack got hurt or when he was playing hurt. And it was a very different kind of defense. Mm-hmm. Still really good, still top five, yeah. but not number one defense in the league anymore. So you beef up that defense, that's what carried them around for so long, too. Uh, and that would do quite a bit.
0: And the thing I am looking at is, yeah, because, like, I look at, I'm looking still running backs, like possible ones mm-hmm. that the Bears could take. Um, obviously, you're probably not going to be in, like, the running for, like, a Josh Jacobs because um, he's probably going to be the top back off the board. But, like, one I look at, depending on how running backs go, is Justice Hill. However, not really one that had, the most catches he's had in a season was two years ago where he had 31. But then I look at Tariq Cohen, it's like how many pass catches that Tariq Cohen had? Oh, he had like 70 last year for the Bears. So it's like, the Bears, yes, they want, especially with Matt Nagy, they want kind of like a running back who's going to be like a receiver in the backfield. And, Who are they going to take with that? I mean, you look at their draft needs. Kicker is there, but I don't think they're going to draft a kicker. I mean, you guys signed one, but I don't think you're going to, unless it's like seventh round, like, hey, we'll take Mm -hmm. a flyer. I actually would not be surprised to
1: see the Bears draft a kicker at any of these picks. Any of them? Or do
0: you think it's a seventh round The Bears
1: were a kicker away from having a shot at the Super Bowl last year. If that's what your team needs, that's and, what you get. And blew it. He just doesn't ha- that name just doesn't ring confidence. Blue a Oh, Blue ai I'm Blue-ay, sorry. am pretty Blue-ay. sure it's French. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's – if that's the player that your team needs, you go and you draft him. Yeah. I mean <sighs> – Just get the best one available. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think that the Bears – because I'm looking here on NFL, NFL.com. They've mm-hmm. got – I'll see if the Bear fan agrees with this. Here's the Bears' biggest needs, according to NFL.com. Kicker, running back, pass rush, the three that we already talked about. Tight end and defensive backs. Do you agree with that?
1: Defensive backs, yes. Um, I mean, I guess I agree with tight end. Uh, um, Trey Burton is, is a really good mm-hmm. tight end. You still got Shaheen's never really kind of stepped up the way he was kind of supposed to. Uh, when he was, t- you know, dubbed Baby Gronk, mm-hmm. uh, it never quite happened. But you know what? Maybe there can only be one Gronk, and now that the Big Gronk is gone, maybe Little Gronk can be, <laughs> be the next one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, really, it's Trey Burton, and then Sims is there, and he's okay, uh, but not really used that much. So, sure, it's a need. It's not that high of a need, though.
0: Mm-hmm. I just, for me, I feel like right, like. Ryan Pace, like mm-hmm. you mentioned Ryan Pace, where overall, Bear fans, I want to say, besides the Mitchell Trubisky draft, mm-hmm. most times, I mean, Chicago fans in general, we like to overreact about everything. Like, why did you do that boneheaded call? Um, but like, I feel like, especially like last year, mm-hmm. no one really had a big problem with Ryan Pace's draft, unless yeah. I'm just misremembering. No, people like, loved it. The biggest thing I remember, and this was especially here because Mike Rankin mm-hmm. was one that hated, hated the Trubisky trade. Why did we trade up for Trubisky? Well, he was why just upset about take Jay being gone. Exactly. But, I mean, like, there were people on that side of like, whoa, whoa, wait, why are we taking this kid mm-hmm. that's, like, not even proven yet, and now everyone mm-hmm. loves Mitch love, well, well, and Chicago. I even said
1: on the podcast before that he should have stayed in college another year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm happy that we have him. Yeah, because you were able good.
0: to draft him. Mm-hmm. I just, for me, this is going to be the draft for Ryan Pace mm-hmm. that requires the most skill out of him. Because there's not, to me, there's not going to be a lot of moving with the Bears. I don't see them trading a lot. I see them keeping these five picks and saying, mm-hmm. hey— we're going to try to hit with every one yeah. of these picks.
1: And, and five picks is not bad. You know, it's, it's not a bad amount. As long as you do it, well with them.
0: The, bad thing, the only bad thing about it mm-hmm. is your first pick isn't until the th- end yeah. of day two.
1: But you could argue that's when Ryan Pace has been his best. Okay. Day two and three is really when he's hit it out of the park. Because your day ones mm-hmm. have been pretty good so far. Um, but you got Kevin White in there, which hasn't been that great. You got uh, you know Mitchell Trubisky, which he's done well, but he still is a work in progress, still mm-hmm. getting better. Really, the the surefire number one he's taken is Roquan Smith. Yeah, that's been the best one he's taken, and he was considered the best linebacker in the draft, so that was an obvious one.
0: Your first, the Bears' first pick is going to be eighty eighth overall. Mm-hmm. So, kind of middle to late. Yeah. In that third round, we'll be like, that's the only thing I look at and go, like, if I was a Bears fan, I would just be like, fuck. But like, we got Khalil I, Mack. I get it. Like, you're happy with mm-hmm. that. But, like, draft wise, you're sitting there going,
1: all right, I hope there's somewhere there I like. We're not going to draft a Khalil like. Mack in this draft. No. So, <laughs> you're not. So, I'm all right with having that. I mean, uh, you know, it, he is our first round draft pick this year.
0: True. Because you. Gave it up, or you gave him up last year Mm -hmm. um, to do it. I'll ask you this Is there any Bears on the roster that, or any player on the roster that the Bears could use to either trade not for a pick this year, maybe, but for picks next year? Like, is Jordan Howard the last one to where it's like, hey, he's the last one to kind of get traded? Or is there someone else on this team that we could see moved? this off season this season four picks next year not this year or during the draft if you think there's one this year
1: um the only other player i really can see them doing something to move with uh is maybe like a guy like you know uh like Danny Trevathan mm-hmm. uh who's he was the original kind of core leader of the defense mm-hmm. and then they drafted Roquan Smith so And that's on purpose. It was for Danny Trevathan to kind of take things over, and then Roquan Smith would come and take it over from Trevathan, and we could move on from him if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's a guy who there are teams that could really use a great interior lineman, uh, or inside linebacker, I should say, like Danny Trevathan. Uh, Other people, I mean— Maybe if a guy like Leonard Floyd or uh, if a guy like Lynch really steps up this year, then yeah, sure, maybe one of those uh, linebackers slash pass rushers could be a trade. But to me, I can't imagine the Bears really trading players at this point. They traded Jordan Mm -hmm. Howard because they really had no use for him. They just weren't going to use him, and part of it might be stubborn, but they were sitting there saying, we will without a doubt not use this player the way we should. There's no need for him to be here. Mm -hmm. We can do something with that sixth pick, or Mm -hmm. they really do think he's a good player, so we'll probably get a fifth out of it. We can do something with that fifth-round pick. We're not really doing anything with him this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I really don't think there's that many other players that they can really trade, unless you know, maybe like a uh uh Robertson Harris maybe he really steps up but it's those guys it's yeah. the guys who are relief people um or backups who if they step up then sure mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like if they step up you probably want to keep them
0: yeah and like like i said this is going to be a draft where it's like Ryan Pace has to hit and more importantly i feel like the guys you're going to draft defensively In this draft are going to be more of that backup role kind Mm -hmm. of a player. Like, I don't see any guy stepping in for, let's say, the defensive end um, position that you guys need. I believe it's on the left side of the line, um, I believe. Nobody that you're going to draft in this draft is going to be plug-and-play
1: starter day one. But— I don't know. You never know. You could grab— Eddie Jackson was. He was a fifth-round pick. True. True. Also, I want to correct myself Mm because I just— Realize I was talking about Sims. I was thinking of Wims actually, the wide mm-hmm. receiver. Uh, Dion Sims is not on the team anymore. Yeah. So, well, there's that
0: Wims? Wim, Somebody already criticized
1: sim. me on on the you know on the comments about hey, it, but he's not there.
0: Nobody's perfect, right?
1: Well, some of us are.
0: <laughs> but like I to me, the thing I was gonna say is like the running back tight end position is the one where that's the one I'm looking at to where if you grab one, especially with that third round pick, either or can they contribute? quickly this season because of Jordan Howard now being traded. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, with the tight ends, it's no. really Trey Burton. And it's like, Shaheen, hey, are you are you going to step up, bud? you Are you going to be what we all thought he's you were? He's a good
1: player, but he's just not that great player yet. But at the same time, there's not a need mm-hmm. for any player to come in and be a starter. Mm-hmm. All the starter well, spots I'm, are basically filled.
0: I'm just saying, like, for mm-hmm. those to step in and supplement the well, offense. Well, I'm talking
1: about more of the draft of just... Pace doesn't need to draft a day one starter. Mm -hmm. He needs to get solid relief and depth. depth. Yeah. That's what the Bears need. They need protection because they're not going to be as lucky as they were this year.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I will ask Mm -hmm. you. Yep. I know that we're going to look in depth about these teams, of course, after the draft when we do our preview. But as an early Bear fan, and especially playing the Packers day one to open the season, are you feeling more confident or... Less confident than you were. Well, I would say more confident because your team, you've got confidence in it. But yeah. do you think you'll be as good as you guys were last? year? Well, they'll year. probably
1: be at least sixteen and zero this year. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there's it's a good Super chance to, Super Bears they man. get a, uh, a nice eighteen and one perfect season out of this one. Why but do
0: I expect any? It'll answer? probably happen. Why do I let that like creep up on me each time? I mean, it's <laughs> it's just I, the way it's got to be. I was expecting like, well, you know, they'll probably be like ten and six, but then like I should expect the sixteen and zero. Every time. It's a you good team. Al- you always catch team. me with it. Like an April Fool's Day news story, you always catch me with the 16-0 and Super Bowl mm-hmm. Super Bears. But this is where you guys come in. Bear fans, let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. What's your thought about only having five picks in this draft? What do you think is the biggest need? Is there any prospects late in the draft? That's the one thing for me this year. Maybe it's because I haven't officially dove into my seventh round um, mock draft. I'm kind of waiting until the end of this week to do it um, because I don't want to do that first round too soon um, out from our last mock draft Mm because usually our last mock draft is the first round of that one, maybe with a change here or there because they come out so close to each other. But is there any prospects in the third, fifth, seventh, that you guys like. You guys are like, the Bears need to draft this guy and get him on the team. Oh, man, I hope this guy falls to us. Let us know what you guys are thinking down below. Also, let us know what you guys are thinking about any other thing we talked about today. Kyler Murray is best fits. Trades that could happen earlier in the draft. Make sure to hit us up on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Podcast. Got some new tiers there for you. New memberships for you to get the most out of supporting us at Patreon. Also, go on to Apple Podcasts and iTunes and give us that five-star rating. It really helps us out. We really appreciate those five-star ratings, and it helps us get into the ears of more people. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. If you're on YouTube, thank you guys for watching. If you're on podcast services, thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody.
1: Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast.